Last week in Mark chapter 2, we saw Jesus heal the paralyzed man who couldn't walk. And he did it by first forgiving his sins and then healing him. We saw that Jesus heals the disease, not just the symptoms. And this morning in the healings, we see that Jesus heals the disease and not just the symptoms again, but we see something even greater, that Jesus actually makes time to restore the people who trust in him. And so we'll hear more about that in our video for this morning from Mark chapter 5. Jesus stood on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. A large crowd gathered around him. Suddenly, Jairus, one of the leaders in the synagogue, came and fell at Jesus' feet. Jairus begged Jesus for help. My daughter is about to die. Please come touch her so she will be healed and live, he said. Jesus went with Jairus and many people followed, crowding around him. In the crowd was a woman who had been bleeding for 12 years. She had seen many doctors and had spent all her money trying to get better, but no one could help her. She was getting worse. The woman said to herself, if I touch even Jesus' clothes, I will be healed. She came up behind Jesus in the crowd and touched his clothes. Immediately, her bleeding stopped and she knew she was healed. At that moment, Jesus felt that power had gone out of him. He turned around. Who touched my clothes? He asked. Jesus' disciples pointed out that many people were crowded around him, but Jesus kept looking around. The woman, knowing she was healed, came forward and fell before Jesus. She told him what had happened. Jesus said to her, Daughter, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. You are healed. While Jesus was speaking, some men came from Jairus' house and told Jairus, your daughter is dead. Do not bother Jesus anymore. Jesus heard what the men said, and he told Jairus, Do not be afraid. Just believe. Jesus and three of his disciples went to Jairus' house. People there were crying and wailing loudly. Why are you crying? Jesus asked. The child is not dead. She is sleeping. The people laughed because they did not believe Jesus. He told them to leave. Then Jesus took Jairus and his wife into the room where the child was. He took the girl by the hand and he said, little girl, get up. Immediately the girl got up and began walking around. Jairus and his wife were amazed. Jesus told them to give the girl some food and to not tell anyone what had happened. By healing the woman and raising the little girl from the dead, Jesus showed his power as the Messiah. Jesus died on the cross and rose again to save people from sin and death. When we trust in Jesus, God forgives our sins and changes us to be more like his son. So we see in that story that Jesus makes time to restore the people that trust in him. He makes time so that they would ultimately spend their time seeing the ways that Jesus restores them. Uh, I think this is a really important message for us to hear this morning because, well, 
All of you are in the United States of America right now, and for us, time is a very, very valuable thing. Right? So the one thing that you, you, can't, you can't ever buy more time, right? There's 24 hours in the day for everybody. There's seven days in the week, and we really value our time. But especially if you've ever had the experience where you wake up on Monday morning and you think, I've got like just enough energy to get through the week. And then you open up your calendar and look at the stuff you have in the week and it's like your energy level just depletes at that point. <laughs> right? That, that's the lives that we live often. We see our calendar, we see our seven days, and we cram as many things as we can into it. We go from one thing to the next to the next. We go from school to Little League, back to work to school to Little League, or to soccer or ballet, whatever it is. Right? We cram our schedules full. And we're busy people. Busy most often with things that, that we think of as, as good things, right? There, there are a lot of good things that fill our schedule, but we often find ourselves being the victim of rushing from one good thing to the next good thing to the next good thing, of speeding down the highway, of, of feeling like we have to push ourselves through to get to our next appointment, our next good, important thing. And in this busy, busy world, in our busy, busy society, with our busy, busy lives, we often forget to make time to see the ways that Jesus is actually restoring the people around us. And sometimes we even forget to make time to hear the message of how Jesus restores even us. If you feel this kind of busyness, then I think this message is appropriate for us this morning. Because it, in the message that we just heard, time was a big part of the conflict that Jesus faced. He gets off of the boat, and Jairus' daughter is already dying. She's already dying, and they need to get Jesus to her quickly. Right? This is like if you've ever watched those highlights on ESPN and you see Boomer do the tick, 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 tick. This is going on in the background. It's like you can hear the clock ticking as Jesus, his disciples, and Jairus are pushing their way through the crowds to try to get to his house as quickly as possible. Jesus has an appointment. And it is a very, very, very important appointment. Even more impo important than any of the appointments we have in our lives. Jesus' appointment is the highest priority. But then, as Mark writes this story, or as Luke writes this story, both of them take a step back and tell us about this woman who doesn't really belong there. She's, she would be unclean by the Jewish purity standards because she has this internal bleeding. She should have stayed home, but, but she sold her house looking for doctors. So I guess she should have stayed out of the city. But she hears about Jesus. And I don't think that she really wants to pull one over on Jesus so that Jesus is going to heal her and not know anything about it. But she does intend to stay out of Jesus' busy schedule. She's just going to go through, going to dive, going to touch his tassels. And she trusts that because the power of God is here in the body of Jesus that she will be healed just by being in his presence. And when she does it, 
Jesus, in the busyness of his schedule, no matter how important it was that he make his appointment, Jesus stopped. And he turned around and asked, who touched me? And the disciples and Jairus both, we've got to go, Jesus. We're on a time schedule. But Jesus spends the time to find this woman who trusted in him. And he spends, not just spends the time, but he makes the time to restore this woman who trusted in him. And just like we saw last week, he doesn't just heal the symptoms. He doesn't just heal the internal bleed, but he welcomes her into the family of God. He calls her a daughter and says, daughter, it's not by your stubbornness. It's not by your persistence. It's not by how well you made it to this place at the right time, but by your faith that you have been healed. And while he's having this conversation, the servant is coming from Jairus' house to say, guys, the clock hit zero. We're out of time. We don't have any time left. Just let Jesus go because we don't have the time that your daughter is dead. And as soon as Jesus is done saying, daughter, your faith has healed you, he turns to Jairus and says, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid by the clock running out. Only believe, only have faith, only trust. And even though time is up, Jairus trusts in Jesus, and Jesus makes time for those who trust in him. He shows up at the house, he goes to the daughter, and he lifts her up out of the dead, not just healing the sick, but even healing death itself because we see in Jesus, as he calls her a daughter too, we see in Jesus that he doesn't just treat the symptoms, but he treats the disease of sin. And when he does that, death is defeated. Sickness is conquered. Jesus makes time for those who trust in him. Jesus makes time for us too. We live our busy schedules and sometimes we don't even think of the fact that we actually really, really need Jesus to come into our lives and to restore us. But Jesus made time for us. He makes time to restore those who trust in him. He makes the time to come down from heaven and be a human being. He makes the time for this woman. He makes the time for this synagogue ruler's daughter. He makes the time to send his Holy Spirit into your life. He makes the time to even bring you here today to hear his word again. Jesus actually makes time to restore those who trust in him so that we would spend time seeing the ways he restores us. Now, we try to follow Jesus' example, but one of the things we can't do, and I don't think you need me to remind you of this, but you are not Jesus, I am not Jesus. We cannot actually make time like Jesus can. But we can spend our time. We can look at our calendar and instead of seeing the one busy thing that we have to go to to the next busy thing, we can look at our calendar and see the gaps. See the gaps in between those events. We can see the times that Jesus is working and the ways he is working in our lives around us. 
Uh, I remember one time where I was from one event to the next event. I was kind of rushing. I had a list of things I wanted to accomplish that I thought would help out with making God's kingdom bigger. And I was, actually, I was actually rushing from this service to accomplish those things and get to the next service on the other side because I had important things to do and, and I was in a rush to accomplish the things I thought would further God's kingdom. And in the middle of that, I felt a little tap on the leg. And as I turned around, there was a little girl sharing with me a little thank you card that said, thank you for sharing the faith of Jesus. And it was in the middle of of this busy, busy life that I saw that Jesus is working to restore us in ways that we don't even realize. It made me me slow down and realize that, that the busy things that I wanted to accomplish aren't always the things, the main things that Jesus is accomplishing because Jesus is at work in a bigger way than we will ever realize so that we would spend time looking for the ways he's restoring the lives of the people around us, and we would spend time actually pausing to rest and hear about the ways that Jesus restores those who trust in him. Because this is the gracious message, no matter how busy I am, no matter how much I I may have put aside what Jesus is doing in the past, Jesus makes time to restore those who trust in him. And even if you've had a busy, busy week and a busy, busy life, you are gathered here to hear again that Jesus is sharing forgiveness with you. He's sharing forgiveness that will conquer death, that will conquer sickness. And as we gather today around the Lord's Supper, we actually have the opportunity to gather around the very body and blood of Christ that contains the entire power of God to restore us. We have the opportunity to eat and drink that power of God. Or even if you only have the opportunity to touch the tassels of Jesus and come forward and receive a blessing, your sins are forgiven. And Jesus right now again this morning is making time to restore you. Amen.